Yo, Adam. Yeah. Um, I'm going to need you to lead on this podcast today. Okay. You know why? Why? Because, you know, we can talk about major, minor, diminished, augmented. Today we're going to talk about minor, but I'm more of a major guy. You are or very- kind of an augmented guy, too. You're very- You're bright. I'm- <laughs> You're bright. I'm dull, so, yeah. <laughs> Wee. We have fun. I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Music advice coming at you. Now, for such a bright guy, you're looking out the window kind of pensively. Peter. Well, because I, I feel bad for that intro because actually I need you to lead on this because this is a little bit of a, oh, a, so, a tricky area for me. I'm so glad to hear you but say this. But it's for this. a lot of people. So this is so funny that yeah. I've just that, that we've kind of stumbled upon something. Peter? The, okay, if you're not watching on YouTube... You, if you could see the joy in Adam's eye, he's come to life. Well, because I, you he's know, alive. I am alive because it's his so, eyes are glistening. <laughs> it's something that every professional musician deals with, which is playing a tune in a minor key. And if you yeah. ask five professional piano players, what do you mean by professional? Whatever union five, members. <laughs> yeah, you, let's say union local three eighty seven. Yeah, no. If you ask like five good players, yeah, what? chords are available to you in a minor key you may get five different answers right like diatonic chords in a minor key are something i guess maybe they talk about this in conservatories you know we both yeah. went to you went to juilliard i went to the new school and we never dealt with any of this stuff i know we just I played know. wayne shorter tunes a lot <laughs> uh but we just played handle a lot but it is an interesting th so like if we were playing softly as in a morning sunrise peter Okay. And this is so interesting to me. So we'll talk about what we're talking about today is... Can I play Juilliard style? Yeah. Uh -huh. it's, it's a real tango. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's probably more tango than it, it should be. Yeah. Um, no, if we were to play a tune in a minor key, yeah. you're going to get varying uh, answers about what are the diatonic chords available. And it, minor keys are very interesting, even amongst classical harmony. It's not... Yeah. What what is the theory is not often in practice because it's not very straightforward. So yeah. if we just look at what a minor key is, it's related to a major key. It's the relative minor to a major key. So if we look at let's let's we'll, we'll keep it to white keys here to keep C. Okay. So here's our C major chord, right? Yeah. So the same key signature will be used for its relative minor. Yeah. A minor. Okay. Very straightforward. Well, that means if we have all of these chords in C major, diatonic seventh chords, then we must use all of the diatonic seventh chords for A minor. It's relative, right? Yeah. Okay, well, one problem is, what's the five chord? I got some relatives that play like that constantly. If we're in the key of A minor, then the five chord is what? E. E minor. Yeah. Right? It's if, kind of a pop sound. Kind it of is. A no, no. Band. So there's, it sounds good. Yeah. It sounds good. But that's not often what you hear. You need for a true dominant chord, you need that E dominant seven with the G sharp. Now this changes things. So classical theorists uh, might say, well, okay, well, great. Well, now we have the harmonic minor mm. harmony, right? It's a scale that is A in the key of A harmonic. It's A, B, C, D, E, F. Instead of G naturally, we have G sharp. It's the, the only difference. Tone. Yeah. And what this does weird is gives us augmented sec, uh, what is now that? this gives us these second. chords, Peter. Yeah. Right. That's a very particular sound. 
So now we have this G sharp in here. Now we can actually have a true dominant relationship. But this doesn't account for, well, if you're in the key of A minor, surely we're gonna run into this chord. Don't call me Shirley. A C major, it's its relative major, right? right. So you kind of need both of these keys. Now, then in, in jazz terms, could you then have with those, what you don't get is this. And Barry Harris would be very mad because that's an A minor six chord. Right, and that has an F sharp. Yep. This is based off of really a you know, classically right? a melodic minor sound, right? Ascending, ascending, ascending melodic. Which minor. is a very it's actually a useful way to create melodies. If you look at something like beautiful a tune like Beautiful Love, which we've been dealing with in Open Studio Pro. Yeah. So this is all natural minor minor on the melody, but check this out. That goes in that little phrase. It goes up, ascending, yeah, and then down, descending, melodic minor. So it is literally a very true. rare in a jazzy tune, right? But yeah. it, it actually it is very useful for writing melodies that they change ascending and descending. Yeah. But harmonically, if we're just using the harmonic minor there, we're going to lose out on you know the. We have to change to this to these, you know, relative major very soon. So uh, there's a great website that we'll link to. It's a music theory website that I've been... From, from the Puget Sound. Puget Sound.edu. It's really, yeah. it's actually pretty good music theory, yep. just very basic music the theory stuff. But uh, the author talks about, you know, these three different scales, the natural minor, diatonic, you're starting at A, Aeolian. the harmonic minor, right? Yeah, A. a and then the melodic minor ascending, and then descending is just natural aeolian, right? Uh, and how, if you look practically into how most minor tunes are handled, not just tunes, but pieces in classical music, yeah. they use this sort of combination of all three. Yeah. Which is why it's so ambiguous. So when, when you ask the question, what quality should a minor tonic be? It can actually be one of about four things. It can be straight up minor seven, like a Dorian sound or an yeah. Aeolian sound. It can be uh, minor major seven. Yeah. Right? For sure. Evocative of the harmonic minor scale. It can scale. be with a major six, right? Yeah. It can be straight up triad as well. But it can be with that e A minor six. Yeah. All of these are actually valid choices depending on what the melody is doing. And there's no... And different sounds. And like, different like sounds. More different than... You know, traditionally, like alterations to a major sound, like major seven, major nine, sharp eleven. Right. Um, I mean, these are all pretty particular kind of tonic sounds right. that you can be in, that you can play around with. So diatonically, you know, when we start adding in things, you know, from it's really between the fifth and the tonic, right? Honestly, if you look at what practically players of from many different genres might use, uh, you have the entire chromatic scale between the fifth and the tonic. Yeah. Right, you have the F natural, which is the from the, the Aeolian. You have the F sharp from the melodic. You have the G natural yep. from the Aeolian. You have the G sharp from the harmonic. You know, So you have all of these. So that means that A minor could be this. It could be this. It could be this. It could be this. Uh, uh, B minor 7, flat 5. You could also have B minor 7. All of these yeah. kind of sound good. For the C major, of course, you just have a regular C major. Yep. But also... 
these can sound good. These can work. The D minor is often what we would consider the yeah. four chord, obviously. But you know, sounds pretty dang good with that F sharp yep. in there. Now the E, you can have. Sounds great. That natural minor. Yeah. As does this. Right. Right. For you can have an F major seven. You could also have an F sharp half, half diminished. diminished. You can have a G major. Try it, like a G dominant seven. You could also have a G sharp diminished. Yeah. Or half diminished. Like these are things that we can all use depending on how we want to use the harmony. It's really fascinating, and it's not how I was taught. No, me neither. You know, it was taught more based on, it's based on this one scale or just go for the the pure melodic minor ascending sound. I think yeah. that's how most people are, right. uh, like if you're coming from sort well, of a lot of people, Levine school of yeah, things. Yeah, a lot of people just, when they talk, especially in the jazz con context, the melodic minor scale, but it, there is no difference from ascending and descending. It does not paint the whole picture. Now, then someone like Barry Harris or Hank Jones will talk about it in terms of that six diminished scale, which also has that chromaticism here. But that, again, that doesn't, that doesn't really incorporate a G into the into things, which can right. limit. You know. Now, th this is great stuff. You laid it out beautifully. Um, what you didn't talk about much is the Dorian scale. How do you see that fitting? Because I think a lot of jazz players, jazz pianists, like if you were to say, play a minor scale, like especially over a two five one or something. Yeah, they're gonna play. If Dorian. it wasn't a tonic situation, yeah. or even if it was a tonic situation, wouldn't you say Dorian would be the go-to that most well, people would think? So here's another practical application of this thing. Yes, when we're talking about mid-century jazz music or Black American music, whatever you want to call this phenomenon that happened of modal music that yeah. started happening with Miles Davis and Kind of Blue and John Coltrane, they're using Dorian as a tonic. Right. You know, this is. That's a Dorian sound. And there's no doubt about it that this is a home key, right? That's the second degree of the key of C, right? So this is a real, that's what modal means, is right. that we take this mode and we, we play through it. But there's no doubt about it that practically that's now become its own thing. Right. So if you were to play softly, you know, the melody does not call for Dorian. It's got right. the A flat right there. So. Now, does this sound bad? But it's definitely a different area you're kind of going. I mean, it's it, it's it's evocative of like going somewhere. But if you were now knowing that what we know with modal jazz, if you were to if you were to switch it from you know some kind of minor six thing to a G, a C minor seven, a, Mo, a Dorian. Just to the G7. That does not sound that bad. Honestly. No, it sounds good, yeah. but it does. It does sound like you're kind of pushing a certain narrative narrative yeah, in there, which sure. is like what, the great thing about it is once you get that sound and kind of how it feels, you can go to that. It's a very, you know, obvious kind of a sound. It's not appropriate all the time, but it's not like it's so subtle that you would lose it or that the listener would lose it. So. Those are all important things when we're practicing to try them out, and then when it does feel like it's forced to make you know make note of that, it's just like with meditation. It's like, oh, other thoughts coming. Okay, I'll I'll note that and laugh at that, or or yeah. catalog that, or whatever. Um, because these very like you know, they it always becomes important when you want to really change the trajectory of say your solo. 
you know, an improvisation. It's like, how many devices do you have? Not just licks, not just like, you know, whatever. Like, ideally, that's different every time. I mean, the reality is, yeah, you're going to play certain phrases or whatever, but you're not thinking on that micro of a level. But there is a time when you want to like, the story that you're telling, maybe you come around to the third chorus and it needs to open up. That could be something the drummer plays. It's not even you triggering it necessarily. Yeah. But for whatever the reason, the, the music needs to open up. So rhythmically, um, harmonically, melodically, and how we take those different elements, those are all choices that we have. So the more options that we have, like when we think about the very imaginative players and ones that can really craft these incredible solos, a lot of times we think, oh, well, they just have such a great story in them. Well, yeah, maybe, but I find more like more musicians have incredible stories in them. It's more about like the execution. So you, how many different, how do you execute? How many different possible ways to open things up harmonically do you have yeah. at your disposal? Yeah. And so this becomes one of those, like once you start to know what like that Dorian sound is and how that is different from... Because although we don't necessarily think of the melodic ascending and minor as like, well, I'm coming down, so I'm going to switch over to the minor seventh and minor sixth. No, but there are times where we do use that kind of duality within there to connect in this case with maybe like a two, five, one or whatever to keep us out of, you know, You know, a real modal Dorian sound, which is great too, but that's maybe not where we want to start. You know yeah. what I mean? But what does it sound like when we go to that? How is that different? How is that different from the... You know, that harmonic minor sound, which is not something we would normally be like, oh yeah, softly morning sunrise on the well, C minor, let's play... Well, no, not as a not as a melodic device, but the harmonic minor is for harmony. Yeah. It's for building chords. Hence and, the name. And it can work. Right. Pretty well for, for but that the stuff, but it has over, limitations. Yeah, there was a YouTuber I saw recently who was just like, major scales, we don't need to practice them because we never play them. I'm like, but you play parts of them. I saw that. Charles Cornell? Was that Charles Cornell? Yeah. 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 And um, I, I'm, I'm, just that about, I, I'm Well, maybe I'm, I just saw part of it, so maybe he turned things around later, but I think it does miss the point of like, first of all, may, learning your scales stuff is about technique and figuring. It's not about creating music. It's, it's about having a foundation um, for whatever instrument you play in the different peculiarities of what the technical requirements of that instrument for are. Sure. It's to being able to, you are going to play parts of that major scale. Yeah. And there's also a certain amount of ear training and underpinnings of the harmony and the music that you learn from that. You know, But we digress because we ain't talking major. We talking minor, my brother. I think we got it, man. I, it's the, the lesson really is, is that, you know, I'm sure there's, there's some... Um, uh, some more like qualified people to theorists to speak on this than us, but from a practical point of view, kind of a lot is on the table. It is, and it's yeah. good to know. It's not. It's good to kind of uh, reduce your dogmatism about this. Like you can get really far from just using the harmonic minor for harmony and the melodic minor for melody. Right. You can get really far with just using the melodic minor ascending as sort of your mode, yep. and you can get really far as using the natural minor. Don't sleep on an Aeolian. Yeah. And. Like you were saying, if you really want a point of view, you can use the Dorian as its own thing. You just have to be aware of what you're doing. Right. And right. it just takes a little bit of experience. And that's for each of them. But I think the Dorian, probably the way we were presenting this, has the biggest potential for being like a very different harmonic area, like a kind of demarcation point where it's like, whoa, we're going here. 
I mean, yeah. you could jump in and out of it too, though. It's not like all this stuff is very pliable. And the fun of this is practicing and getting these differences and then really, because even like, you know, like it's all in like, where are you starting with it? Are, are you leaning into, like, are you playing a line so, that's like, well, hold on. Before we get too too far, can we just, because I want people to put too in the far, comments. Too far, we're, we're, we're at the end of the We're almost done. But I want, to, <laughs> I want people to put in the comments what, how do you think about minor harmony? And yeah. what do you use? What's and your Peter, go-to scale? What, are, what is your go-to? When you have, if you're playing softly, what are you doing? Yeah, so, um, you know, I think. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. It's so fun. I, I don't know. Like, no, no, I mean, I, w- I would I know. use all of them I in know. a typical solo. I would, no, but I think that that means that they're all important. I mean, I, I guess I could go and listen back and be like, do I use one more than That's the other? very interesting because major, no, major I, harmony is so defined. It's so right. easy to understand. It's like major scale or yeah, lydian, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. But I, I do think that for this kind of a tune, because there's so many two five ones in it, yeah. going back there, that the the ascending melodic would, would be probably, if anything, would be a go-to. Alone um, together. Huh? Alone together. You know the tune? Yeah. But that's the same thing. A lot of... So, so that whole area... Like, my, my go-to would be more of the melodic... Uh, ascending but not leaning into the major seventh that much unless I want to make a point with it so it's like the thing is all the notes those are all the same notes I'm choosing from that that are the same as the Dorian yeah. but but as much as I'm not playing I'm not playing any seventh I'm doing yeah. more like six and that because I know it's soon okay here's another one uh, round there's people Minor seven is appropriate there. Yeah, I believe Monk plays minor seven. So at the beginning, he doesn't play. He does. He plays uh, no try, seven. Try it. Yeah. yeah. But the bass line goes down to the. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people play, but it's actually. So that's very much like a Dorian because it's kind of it's not D flat major, but it's there is yeah. that that's coming. Yeah. yeah. I know, man. It's very very cool, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's good stuff. We always think about like the pliability and the flexibility of dominant chords with different alterations and different like, you know, kind of, um, you know, inner tritones and things like that that can really, you know, that you can construct a lot of tension and stuff. But there's a lot, even in a tonic situation with the minor, like we're seeing, you know. Yeah, all of those are fair play. And what about the minor four over the, you know, where you've got that. Now he's going for some advanced shit here. No, but that's like, you know definitely part of it that you're going especially on a ballad where you've got some space for it you know that's great stuff man yeah it, it, it literally tickles me to hear you be like i don't know because I, I feel the same way because i'm like i just yeah but that's it the, 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 let's embrace that like so you know i think this was a good breakdown we want everyone thinking about it but yeah. then when you're in the moment don't feel like you, you this no, is, doesn't this really is, matter either this is the yeah. esoteric thing but if you learn it you'll have those possibilities there you'll have the those tools in there this is not going to be like just like when you need a tool if you're if you're going to unscrew a phillips screw you're gonna look in your toolbox and it's like yeah i need the phillips tool yeah the phillips screwdriver there's no doubt this is the right size there's one tool for it this is more of an area yeah. where you have a choice of four different tools it's, so look at that as a cool i thing. just love it that there's still some things left in this art form that we've beat to death with pedagogy yeah where it's just like uh we're in a minor key what kind of minor should we play i don't know oh. let's figure it out you right, know like right. it is still and everybody kind of has That's that the feeling there's it. no right answer it's great yeah. Yeah. always be learning abl hashtag all right all right uh, so that leads us to something that there's definitely a tool oh, in the tool go. belt i know we're called the gentleman and ladies agreement the gla the gla glad <laughs> add a d the, to it we'll be glad that you adhered to it hashtag gla 
Yeah. Do we have a Twitter still? I don't know. I don't know. We don't know what's going on. Okay. But we do have a gentleman and a ladies agreement. Um, and what that means is that if you've made it this far in the video, you are required, not because of us, but because of the agreement. That's why it's a gentleman's agreement. Didn't we come up with the agreement, though? No, we stole it from another podcast. We oh, stole okay. it from another it's one. This goes back centuries, back to when people couldn't write or read. You'd make it, it was called a handshake. Yeah, and this yeah. is a virtual handshake. So please go to, no, don't please go to YouTube. Subscribe to our channel. You'll hear it. And then if you want bonus points um, for your bonus. karma, bonus points, um, like and subscribe wherever you're consuming this podcast. And uh, maybe send it to a friend. Yeah. Maybe send it to an enemy. Hey, comment in here, we're, too. We're, we're, we're becoming too polarized in this country. People are like, oh, they're a Democrat. They're a Republican. They're this. They're that. They're a Dorian. They're yeah. a... Whoever... You know, yeah, yeah. You're a melodic a, minor. You're, you know, ascending. I'm a descending melodic minor. Send this to an enemy. An enemy is just a friend turned upside down. Till next time. You'll hear it.